What's up guys, this is the host of No Holding Back, Chris and Yellow. Many of you guys know of the tragic passing of Chadwick Boseman at the age of 43 after suffering four years with colon cancer since 2016. Everyone was shocked about the news. No one really knew he was suffering from a disease. And the only way we could have told was if you really, you know, were a big fan of him and you checked out pictures at, you know, events that took place that he that he was there or at award ceremonies and you saw that slowly slowly he was getting skinnier and skinnier by the second but today i don't want to mourn the death of chadwick boseman i want to celebrate it you know a lot of people always like to mourn people's deaths which is honestly totally fine but how about for a change we celebrate this great american treasure not only did he embody Black Panther and gave so much inspiration to so many young African-American children, but also to black communities. He gave hope to them. And Chadwick Boseman also embodied historical African-American idols such as Jackie Robinson, James Brown, Thurgood Marshall. While doing so, he was able to show what society problems they faced. And those problems were racism, tragedy, and triumph and unfortunately we lost him at such a young age but today i have annalisa on the podcast to discuss and celebrate this wonderful person's career and the impact he has had on so many of our lives so thank you so much for coming on the podcast today no problem so let's get started with you know what your thoughts were when you heard of the passing of chadwick boseman Okay, well, I was obviously shocked. Like, I didn't expect it at all. Um, not for anything, but, like, out of he did so many movie roles between 2016 and 2020 uh, that as much as he did lose a lot of weight, I honestly thought it was probably just for a role. Like, I didn't think anything of it. I didn't, you know, like... The first thought to me wasn't, oh, he's sick. I don't know. He was just so dedicated to, like, his career and, like, inspiring so many young people that i really just thought that it was for a, a role or something yeah and you know we watched the, the five bloods together and i realized he was very skinny in that role and i thought he was playing like a starving soldier since it took place in the vietnam war so it fit the profile but then later on finding out that you know he suffered from colon cancer and that's how he passed away uh it all came to me and Every single picture that I saw, every interview, any video that showed him within the last couple of months, I saw him very, very skinny and he, he looked very unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people on Twitter were saying, oh my God, you know, he looks unhealthy, he looks unhealthy. So already it, it started, you know, people talking on social media. And then we hear the, you know, the tragic news all of a sudden out of nowhere. It was like late at night on a weekday, if I'm not mistaken. And there you go. He's gone just like that. And, you know, the impact he's had on so many people. And, you know, I saw an emotional interview where he spoke about two little children who passed away due to cancer. And he was so emotional. And usually you don't really see that from a celebrity. You know, they try to hide their emotions. You know, um, they're not really open. They don't really like telling people their business where in this case you know he gave out a very you know 
normal reaction as a human being. He wasn't acting. He was that that's that was really him. And we found out that he he formed a friendship with them and the family. And they and the kids spoke so highly about him. And they even said that they felt so inspired with like all the movie roles that they watched from him. Obviously, they were kids, so I, I highly doubt that they watched the uh, you know the more serious movies. Maybe a movie like I would say Jackie Robinson or. Um, the Black Panther, for example, but you know more serious movies like James Brown or Third Good Marshall. Those are more serious movies, so I highly doubt they watch those. But you know, you guys must know him from Forty Two, like I mentioned, where he played Jackie Robinson. Get on up, where he played James Brown. His first appearance as Black Panther in Civil War. Marshall, where he played Third Good Marshall. Uh, the Black Panther movie, which was, you know, a cast of majority uh, of African-American actors. And it was like, it reached $1 billion, which is very, very rare. But nowadays, you know, with Disney ma- making, you know, a billion dollars in every single movie, you know, they were one of the first ones, you know. So it's a great inspiration to see, you know, he was part of that, you know. And you had so many great African-American uh, actors before him like Denzel Washington and a lot of people were comparing him to him saying that you know he's going to be like the next Denzel he has that impact he has that swagger you know he's very cool just like Denzel was and the funny thing is is that Denzel Washington and Chadwick Boseman are very good friends and I remember uh, one of my family members telling me that Denzel Washington actually paid for Chadwick Boseman's intuition fees uh, to uh, in college and I felt that was a very beautiful story. And I remember that uh, he was saying that Denzel is, uh, is his idol. And when they were celebrating Denzel's uh, career at a, an award ceremony, he was saying, you know, the impact that Denzel had not only on his life, but on the African uh, community as well. And now you see Chadwick Boseman, a rising star have the same impact, but now he tragically passes away. And one thing that comes to mind is Heath Ledger and Paul Walker. Those two guys are at the peak of their careers, and they just suddenly, one day, gone. Passes away, suddenly. And unfortunately, Chadwick Boseman is one of those guys. A guy who had so much more to give the world, and unfortunately, wasn't able to give any more. And, you know... Uh, it's really sad to think about it. I remember uh, I couldn't even have bring any emotion or have tears. I was just in pure shock. The last movie I watched, obviously we said The Five Bloods. I remember I watched 21 Bridges with my father and he told me that this guy is going to be the next Denzel Washington, like I was saying. You know, my dad was like saying, this guy, you know, he has the looks, he has the acting ability. Even though 21 Bridges wasn't a fantastic movie, he literally carried that movie on his back. He made it more interesting than it was. And I remember Kevin Feige, you know, received a message about a couple hours before his passing saying that he was uh, unfortunately diagnosed with colon cancer and he was going to pass away soon. And he was only able to read that message once he passed away and you know imagine feeling that emotion imagine the emotion he felt opening that email you know not only is he he an executive but they must have been good friends they worked on many projects together avengers endgame like i mentioned before civil war black panther avengers infinity war and 
Chadwick Boseman was saying to one of his co-workers that he really, really wanted to get Black Panther 2 filmed. And people didn't know why he was so uh, excited and he wanted to rush the project so quickly. And unfortunately, now that we look at, uh, at it, it's because he knew his time was coming up and he wanted to give people one last run at their money to to see him perform. And he was going to, honestly, I think it was probably going to be the best performance of his career. And we were going to see him up against a potential, you know, huge bad guy like Dr. Doom. And you see Wakanda versus Latveria, uh, Latveria his home, uh, his, uh, his home, uh, his home country or, you know, uh, area or whatever you want to call it so Annalisa is there anything you want to say on the subject of Chadwick Boseman you know like growing up in your early teens watching Chadwick Boseman and you know till you became like a, you know an older teenager okay yeah um <laughs> I don't know the first movie I watched from of his I think was 42 pretty sure I watched it in one of my English classes and I remember seeing him portray Jackie Robinson so well that I don't know I just I fell in in love with his acting I fell in love with like his person like his person like just himself like in that movie and I remember like any movie afterwards that came out and he was in it I was just so excited to see it and so excited to watch it and then finally when I heard that it was gonna like become Black Panther obviously like me being a really big Marvel fan and me being like a really big fan of Chadwick I was very very excited and I as, like the premiere date I was there like I was watching the movie I was sitting down I was like front row not front row but like center where you can see the movie perfectly fine um watching it just like in awe sh- like because first of all really good movie love it and I-, I remember you telling me that Black Panther is either your favorite Marvel character or one of your favorites and was it because of his performance or you've always liked Black Panther in general both but I feel like he just portrayed Black Panther so well that I really don't think anyone else could do it or could have done it as well as him. Like, let's say they would have... Let's say they would have chosen Michael B. Jordan as Takala and then uh, Chadwick as... Oh, I forgot the Killmonger. Name. Yes, him. So they swapped roles, if they would, Let's saying. say they would have swapped roles. Okay. I really don't think Michael B. Jordan could have portrayed Black Panther as well as Chadwick did. Like, it's just something about the way... And I love Michael B. Jordan as well. Let me just put that out there. It's just the way Chadwick just did it. Like, I don't know how to explain it perfectly, but it's just everything about everything just came together perfectly, and I love it. I don't know. It's like I I said before, like, he has that Denzel swagger. Michael B. Jordan has swagger, but it's his own type of swagger. Denzel is very cool. You know, he's very calm and collective. Uh... You know, he's one of the first, you know, major African-American stars to start in, like, in a lot of action movies and blockbuster movies in that case. And funny fact, actually, is that Denzel Washington was tapped to play uh, Black Panther in the 90s. And that project fell apart because Marvel couldn't finance the movie because during that time they were in debt. And, you know, now you look at it, how much money they're making under Disney you would have never thought, but yeah, Denzel Washington was the original choice to play Black Panther, and then his apprentice Chadwick Boseman suddenly takes up the reins and he does it. He portrays Black Panther, so maybe Denzel pushed for that, you know, or 
you know, sometimes in Hollywood you need good connections or maybe just, you know, no, I'm it sure just happened. I'm sure the directors and, like, the, the casting agents really just saw how good of an actor Chadwick w- was and they just, they really didn't give it a second thought and they just chose him. And not only that, but before Black Panther, what other African-American major like superhero did you really have yeah there's so many of them but i'm talking about on the big screen you didn't have the uh, african-american um green lantern uh i forgot his name unfortunately but you know you guys probably know what i'm talking about uh you know you have black panther you have falcon and yeah we saw falcon before black panther but falcon is not a A a-list he never got his own movie yeah he's not an a-list um superhero now he's getting his own show now he's captain america now they're putting him up there you know so i totally understand that but black panther is the definition of an a-list uh not only avenger but superhero and that really gave a lot of african-americans and black communities around the world hope and inspiration because it's more of a personal connection people could say oh i i i'm black panther i want to just look like black panther it's more relatable, you know what I mean? And every culture deserves their own superhero because we're trying to, you know, find a relation in between that character and yourselves. So Black Panther was that staple, that that connection between that community and that superhero. And now with his passing, people are already thinking about replacing him, you know, maybe uh, Suri, which is his sister in the movie, should take up the reins. Honestly, respect his legacy and just do not replace him. R- respect and honor, you know, what he's done in the MCU, in the Marvel un- uh, Cinematic Universe, and just don't touch him. Move on. Find other superheroes that could potentially, you know, work for that company. You know, you have the X-Men. You have uh, Fantastic Four now. Like, don't focus on recasting, uh, you know, the role that Chadwick Boseman was, you know, made to play. Because you're dishonoring his legacy. I'm just going to cut in real sec. Uh, I think the sister should play a little bit of the role of Black Panther. Because that's how it was in the in the comics. I'm just going to say it. And if they want to, like, put her in one movie or put her at least in, like, one action scene as Black Panther, I would really like to see that. Because not only does it give, like... Um, like young black women, like uh, a heroine to look up to, but uh, heroine, yeah, that makes that's that's what it is, right? A woman, yeah, hero, superhero. Exactly. Okay, um, yeah, like it gives them someone to look up to, and I, honestly, I think she can do it. Like even the the actor who plays Siri, I forgot her name. I'm really bad with names, but she did a really good job at playing. The sister that I feel like, and their like her connection with Chadwick in the movie, was just like untouchable. Like I'm sorry, you couldn't get a better casting for brother and sister. I really it was natural. It was natural. Exactly, it was really natural. But I'm not trying to take away that you know that chance of her playing a superhero. I'm just saying it in a way that they could respect his legacy without and they will respect it if they're just gonna she's just gonna be in like one action scene of Black Panther. Yeah, African. American women deserve that, you know, that su- that 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 superhero to look up to. I'm not taking that away from them because you know you have Captain Marvel, you know, a a Caucasian, you know, superhero. I'm not taking that away from her. I just feel that 
in his way, you know, for him, the legacy that he's left should be untouched. And, and there'll still be a legacy for him. I just think that if they're going to put her in a movie as a superhero, it should be Black Panther. But they need to do it right. That's the thing. Yes, they don't, don't, don't just, okay, well, he, he passed away. We're going to put her instead. And they're going to obviously do it in a way where it makes sense. I'm not sure. Like, I'm no creative director or anything like that. But, like, let's just say, uh, I don't know, he passes it on to her from, like, the afterlife. The way, like, the, the way that happened in the first movie where he, where, where he became the Black Panther and he saw his dad. Like, if they do it something like that, I'm not sure how they're going to do it. CGI, probably. CGI, yes, but I don't I don't know how that's going to work. But if they do something like that, like, I'd really like to see that. And even if it is just for one movie and she never has to see that role again, at least the movie is, like, there. What they could do to honor him without using, you know, CGI, which, you know, some people might say, oh, you know, it's not really him. It doesn't feel as emotional. They could take a scrapped or deleted scene that they never used and somehow work with that and try to fit her in and try to make like the passing of the mantle a proper one rather than using a stunt double cgi the guy's face and make him look like chadwick i think that's really wrong i know they did that with paul walker but paul walker you know it was was brothers brothers. it was like he was two of his brothers or three of his brothers or yeah it wasn't just one of his brothers i i know it's weird it was multiple brothers and I don't know if Chadwick Boseman has any, you know, siblings, any male siblings, like brothers. But, um, you know, I just feel that they should just take a scrapped scene and somehow work with that. But if you guys want to, you know, see Black Panther, like, last appearance from the actor Chadwick Boseman, don't forget to check out What If, you know, Marvel's new TV show. It's an animated TV show, and he's going to be voicing T'Challa for the last time. And it's going to be as a Star-Lord slash, you know, Black Panther hybrid. It's very strange. You know, the show is about, you know, other outcomes, other realities where, like, let's say Steve Rogers becomes Iron Man and Tony Stark becomes Captain America. You know, weird realities, like a multiverse or something like that. So I just wanted to say thank you so much, Annalisa, for coming on the podcast today. And is there anything else you would like to add before we conclude? No, I think that's it. Perfect. Well, thank you so much once again. Thank you to all the viewers. And I would just like to take the time to conclude this episode by saying rest in power to the one and only Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. You've not only been an inspiration to many people through your portrayal of historical figures, a superhero, and a Black Lives Matter activist. You are truly the definition of a true king and a real-life superhero. Rest in peace. You will never be forgotten.